This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Can you give me Psalm 18? Start from 12. It's a long read. At the brightness of that was before him, a stick cloud passed, hail and stone, coals and fire. Verse 13. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the highest he gave voice, hailstones and coal fire, coals of fire. Verse 14. Yeah, he sent out his arrows and scattered them. He shot out lightnings and discomfited them. Verse 15. Then the channels of water were seen and the foundation of the rebuke. Verse 16. He sent from above. He took me and drew me out of many waters. Verse 17. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. This morning with your hands lifted up, any situation that is beyond you, Lord, deliver me from enemies that are too strong. Situations that are too strong for me. Events that are beyond me. So there I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Go ahead and pray everybody. We just have three minutes to pray. Lift me above waters that I cannot pass through. In your mercy, lift me above situations that are beyond me. Oppositions too strong for me. Challenge that I cannot conquer. I look up to you for a lifting from strong enemy too strong for me. Situation that I cannot undo. Everybody pray. There are things I can undo and there are things I cannot undo. In your presence, Lord, in the midst of your people, I cry this morning from my heart. Pray for a rescue, a lifting. Water so deep for my soul. Challenges too heavy for me. Opposition too strong. Strong enemies. Lord, I ask for mercy and help. This morning. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. 
If you believe your prayer has been answered, shout a loud amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> I don't know how many people have questions this morning. Let me know which way to go. <laughs> Genesis 6 5. I'm still, if you have a question, you can wave your hand. Let me just wave somebody. I can see the way it starts is when somebody starts, it will now continue. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the heart, and that every imagination, every imagination of his thoughts, of his heart, was only evil continually. Say to your neighbor, God responds to your imagination. Psalm 2 verse 1. Why do the Indian rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Verse 2. The kings of this earth set themselves and rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed, saying, The moment they began to imagine casting out the Lord, he responded straight away. Why does imagination get God's attention? Why does it get God, God, God's attention? Why does it get his attention? The Bible says unto him that is able to do a silly abundantly above all we ask, all. Ephesians 3.20 Is it 20 or 18? Let's read. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly above all way or some of your translation you have imagined. The same thing. Think. So God looked down and he saw that man's imagination was evil and he shut down the first world. Then Genesis 11, which we have read severally. As they began to be the Torah of Babel, God said, this is what they are, be they are beginning to imagine. And nothing will be restrained from them. Imagination is from the word image. The image that sits in your heart perpetually will replace itself in your life just a matter of time. God bless you. you can have your seat. Hallelujah. This is why uh, one time we were looking at the story of Ezekiah and Sanakeru. He continued to send message to Ezekiah. I'm going to destroy this city. And the servant of Sanakeru came and he said that Lord Ezekiah surrender to my king. He has destroyed nations. He has destroyed kingdoms. He will destroy you as well. Well, two things. If Sennacherib wanted to destroy them, why not just go ahead to destroy them? Why not just come suddenly like you've done to other nations and destroy them? But he kept sending a message and Ezekiah was afraid. Maybe that is a story that we are going to look at next week. But I just want to take something little from the story today. Ezekiah 
collected the letter. The letter were filled with, or the letter was filled with words of terrible words, threats, threats here and there. I'm going to do this to your nation. I'm going to do this to your nation. I'm going to do this to your nation. Satan, through Senakiri, was trying to create a picture. It is that picture that they will need to work with to be able to defeat Israel. To go straight against Israel will be calamity. It will become for the devil. To go straight would have been disastrous for him. Because if you don't break the head, the serpent cannot bite you like we started with. Satan knew by the privilege of being able to sin to the spirit realm that Israel are the edge of God around them and that only you can bring down the edge of God around you by fear or by walking in disobedience. So Ezekiah was living in obedience but Satan wanted to get him down. So Senakeru kept sending this guy. At a point he stood at the center of Jerusalem and he began to read words of threat out. My king is coming. He will slaughter your women. Bring out their baby from their womb. He will kill all men. He will do this. Now he was painting a picture of what Senakeru and at a point Ezekiah became afraid. It is in the nature of the devil to send news before the action. Because when the news is sent and it is rejected, he has no power over you. But when the news is sent and you become afraid, an opening is made for him. That was what that guy saw. And I think something like that happened to Yongichu also. He began to pray and plan to reach out to Japan. There are about 3,000 gods in Japan. And as a South Korean man, after revival started South Korea, I wanted to take it to Japan. And then after praying for days for Japan, he went to Japan and he was in a hotel room. And the Lord of Darkness himself appeared physically in his room, Lucifer. And he said that he used to think that Satan was this ugly creature, the error that you see in paper. There is no man on earth as handsome as Lucifer. The one created in a spotless way that could walk around the stone of fire, built with sapphire stone. Bible says that there was no defect when it was made. And he saw this being in the room, and he said, "So you think you can save Japan?" He said the glory was so strong that he was choked, and he wanted to run out. And the Lord said that you run out to lose Japan forever. Stand and face him. Then Satan said. Then he began to quote scriptures and pray, and he said in Jesus' name. And Satan laughed. Did you just call? against me then we said well lord i think i need to run it's not working see i'm quoting and this man is laughing it's not and then the only thing just reminded me what did i say about satan in my word all answers are in the word of god i call the father of lie lie of all lies if he says something is not affecting him then you know that it's affecting him he's only faking it quote a little more uh, hiya <laughs> Then he said, he someone called and he called. I said, I said, okay, 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 okay. I'll kill you another day. Then he left. Then the guy that woke up and saw a, a demon, they went to do mission work also. And the, the demon in that, they are usually threatening when you have come with a message of light. Appeared to him in the room. While he was sleeping and he woke up and said, today you are going to die. But the guy had knowledge. He just laughed and said to Satan, well, I suppose I am more vulnerable when I'm asleep. If you had power to kill me, you would have killed me while sleeping. It is easier to kill a person when he's sleeping than when he's awake. 
He said, so if when my eyes were closed, you could not kill me, neither can you kill me when my eyes are open. What you want me to do is to succumb to fear. Then you have power over me. I refuse to fear. <laughs> Has somebody been threatened here before? But what we are talking about is not only God, Satan also responds to imagination. They can tell the prevailing image in your heart per time. Many times, which I have been saying for about two weeks now, the work of prayer is not first of all to let something happen out there. The work of prayer, the real warfare, is to dissolve every picture that is contrary to God's plan for your life. They are always there. Some we have received it from our I told you things that people have said with their mouth. Of course, they came from the imaginations of their hearts. You can't be rich in Nigeria if you're not a thief. Only thieves are rich in Nigeria. Ah, women are worthless. Men are this one. As long as those things are here, Satan still has key to come and afflict you. If he hasn't started just a matter of time, he will start because the prince of this world comes and he has found something in you. Get what I've just said now, and this is why teachings of God's word are important. I told you before, I went to a congregation when I before I got born again, where my parents were. I was in that church, uh, my government church. I drank, I did river baths, I drank coconut water, I did all sorts there. But those who led us to Christ forgot to tell us that we needed deliverance. Thank God. That message was not come on that time. When I got born again about 30 years ago, as a small teenage, small boy in secondary school, junior secondary school, nobody told us about deliverance that time. So we have never needed one till now. But as people are born again, they measure their background. Ah! Your dad did this and this. Ah, you need deliverance. And they have never ceased to need one. It is the enemy playing with the imagination of the heart. Let me tell you the truth, which I told a lady, a lady here. God used me to deliver aunt called that the prophet said that ah danger on the way. I said, let me tell you the truth. There is no danger before you. Now that he has said so, you will start thinking danger. Once you accept that prophecy, if you don't give him the money he's asking for, something dangerous will happen. You will think it's, it's prophetic and powerful. This is manipulation going on. It tells that you're about to have an accident, but we are praying. We need to pray right now so that the accident will not happen. Then, the brother, you will see a sign. As soon as you believe it, you have made it come to pass. Then you will see a sign. Then you give a seed. And that's how the transaction will continue forever. And the day you don't give, the accident will be serious. Except you've been delivered by God. It is important things that people accept. Satan can see now. It's not blind. I came to my shop and he gave some words and what he said, he actually saw and saw what don't witch, witches don't they see? They see more clear than some of these people. Native doctors see now. You see before they tell you why you are there, before you talk. So why should people be impressed that somebody can see? Don't receive a prophecy from somebody you don't know. Who has not taught you the word of God but just bringing prophets? That can be suicidal. Listen, 
a lot of people are in trouble today first of all they can make you rise and you crash well did you get what I've just said now? but we are dealing with imagination so let's read that 7 Corinthians 10 again give us that new translation the weapons of our warfare Ezekiah went to pray when fear caught him and Isaiah sent a message we are talking about programming deprogramming and reprogramming of his saints Bible said let this mind be in you that means mindset can be imported into yourself which was also in Christ let this mind be in you you have something to do with what kind of mindset comes into you so when this guy was scared like a normal man he went to pray Isaiah first of all sent a message that said that Kerub is not coming here he's not going to shoot an arrow and this guy was happy they said that Kerub sent stronger message Satan doesn't give up on time and he became scared again boy he did what many people would not do he did not speak out the fear he went back to the house of God the second time and he put the letters before and now this time Isaiah gave a long prophecy he said that God said I will put a hook in his nose and turn him to where he's coming from he said he will not, he will not shoot one arrow into this city and Senakerub in the night sat he was lying down 132,000 soldiers and just one angel killed all of them and left him alone when God wants to mess up a man they killed so he was the only one that went back to his country and he got to the house of his God and as he bent down to, to worship Ezra his God two of his sons came from behind and used dagger to kill him God just wasted the end of an arrogant man he was talking to the God of his said which God will deliver you from my hand and God heard from him he said that? did you hear what he just said he said with my foot I was able to dig a hole on a rock. And God said, That didn't know what that guy said. And he went on and on. You know, men can speak on that and they can get to God. There are things people say every day, God doesn't know. Because say, God, you are, you are a fool. You are not God. It does, but there are things that people say from their hearts. And it's as if Jehovah stands and says that this one I will respond to, like Herod. He made a sound and they said, God, they said, hey, this ends. Nebuchadnezzar woke up and said, Is this not the Babylon I have built with my mighty hand? And God said, See this idiot. Let's cool him a little. There are those who study zoology. Let this guy not study. Let him do it practically. Let him do practical. He did four years. Zoology US is four years. He did seven. Because he did masters. He was doing PhD when God said, Okay. Bible said, I at the end of 17 I lifted up my eyes and I gave glory to God God said okay no your sense has come back now he said so and God showed him to show you how mighty I am restored the kingdom to him he didn't let anybody sit on that seat for 7 years and he said I in the I praise the God of heaven he said he is the only one that power belongs to him he said the inhabitants of that are like nothing before him <laughs> Hallelujah. See, there is nobody God cannot bend. Yes. I remember in secondary school where the people were worshipping God and the principal got angry and he said I was going to give them six strokes and send them away from school the following morning. Little secondary school and they said, okay, no problem. They were parents were beating the following morning. 
But the man made noise all that night that by the time I'm through with them tomorrow, and he slept, he never woke up. Who is it that speaketh and it cometh to pass when the Lord has not said so? At least if you are not very familiar with the Bible, you've seen one in this nation before. A president that was going to deal with the vice and every other person the following day, only not to wake up again. The execution letter of some people were on his table. He was just to append his signature the following morning and those people will be dead. Only, only for himself, following morning never came. But there is a Jehovah that rules upon, upon the affairs of men. That's why some of us are not bothered about what is going on in our nation. We are not for against anybody. We just know that Jehovah reigns in the affairs of men. As it pleases him, he does. If he sees somebody that will pose problem in the future, he has a way of organizing them out of this place to another place. We don't know the art of men. We don't know who really means well for the nation. We don't really know man. See, you don't know man. I think you know that by now. You don't know man. Only God does. That's why I don't dabble into political issue. Uh, the one who says, you as a person get up, go vote according to your conscience. To someone that you know, this one will serve you, this one is so whatever, it's okay. But ultimately, just know that it was only God that sees what man cannot see. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. This is why all I want to do is just end what I started second service. Your mind will never grow good things by itself. It has to be done deliberately. The only thing that grows by itself is weed. If you don't give your mind what to imagine and incubate on, it will go the other way. Because this word is dark. This is why studying the word, listening to messages and reading Christian stories and then other things that can edify I was talking to a dear sister one time. Begin to move away from things that don't profit you. You can watch Yoruba. Sorry, I don't want to. You can watch things for hours and they've added nothing to you. There are some things they don't exactly pollute your soul like movies or there's not. Some of them are clean movies. But can you begin to turn everything to an opportunity to educate yourself? So you go for because this mind, but I'm starting from the spiritual first. That from morning till night, you don't allow all other thoughts that are up there in the realm of the spirit. You are not trapping any, so you are not giving an enemy any opportunity into your life. The realm of the spirit is filled with thoughts, some from God, some from Satan, some from the flesh. They are hanging everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. How strong is imagination? One day, when Kenneth Egan was explaining a sin leading to death, Jesus appeared to him in a vision. And Jesus, some messages were taught Papa Egan directly by Jesus. As he was praying, the Lord came in. And the Lord stood before him and said, I want to show you how demons can gain hold of a Christian if they allow it. And he saw this lady. She was a popular pastor's wife in America. Egan happened to know the other, but they were not close. Said from afar, you should see them in meeting. Very beautiful lady. And he saw like a demonic, a demon be like an imp, like a monkey, sat on her shoulder. I said, You are very beautiful. You can make a lot of money than you are now. You are cheated in life by trapping yourself with this man. Go to casino, go to people you'll see, you will see your beauty, you make a lot of money. I said, I reject that in Jesus. Of course, her spirit responded. The demon, when she said that, 
Angel saw the demon, the demon jumped off her shoulder and left. After many days, came again and sat on the shoulder and repeated the same word. After the third, third temptation in Luke chapter 4, the Bible says Satan departed from Jesus for a while. Came back, said the same thing, the woman rejected it. Came back the third time and she began to entertain the thoughts. And Jesus used one word, he said, For she loved to think that she was beautiful. That was her. Satan noticed that loophole. She, always, she, she was always feeling that she was finer than others. That seed had been there, but she was still resisting the spirit. But the thing came back, and when the thing came back, and then she started allowing it. And again, the spirit saw that the head opened like a trap door, and the demon entered. And at first, the demon all the way was here, a black spot on her head. That's the mind. Not yet into the subconscious. You have your mind and your, your subconscious mind. We saw a book called your spirit. See, when something is repeated, repeatedly flashed, or when it stays too long in your mind, it will slip into your subconscious. It's like there is a door between these two compartments of your being, and that what lingers at the door for a while might actually open the door and enter inside. Once it enters, it becomes a mindset very difficult to unseat. What stays there for a long, or what you are hearing repeatedly, can actually slip in and become so this is why the most difficult thing to change about people is what they started going away from a two three now it's 30 it is difficult he's been a selfish man all the days of his life now the wife is crying you are thinking why can't you just change it has been there for 30 years you are just married to him for three years Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So some elders went to meet the woman. Eggy was seeing everything like a panorama, like a vision like this. And then the elders went to see the woman. And she actually left her husband and went to casino and started actually playing a lottery. And then she went away. I mean, and she was dating a lot of big guys in town. For real in America. And then some of the other pastors who happened to know the whole family went to meet her. And when they were talking with her, she told them that listen to me very well. Uh, this is very important. I'm about to say, listen, there is nothing wrong with me. I know what I'm doing. I have come to a conclusion. I don't want Jesus again to hell with him. So when she made that statement, the blast spot left the head and came to the heart. And Jesus told again that at this point she can never be saved again. Then Jesus said something to Kenneth again. So when a Christian, maybe somebody has lost a child. They have lost a job. No matter what they say against Jesus, it doesn't count it against them. Yes. In a moment of pain, when you start insulting God because you are, you are feeling some pain, you are confused, you are angry with God, it doesn't hold it against you. It doesn't remember anything you have said. Lord, you are wicked. You know what? I reject you. You are not deceiving yourself. It doesn't. Those ones don't get to God. But when you consciously, because God does not force himself on anybody, the last time I was talking with a friend of mine who talks a lot of me about eternal salvation, I said, well, the only thing I've just said that God does not force himself on anybody. Whatever you receive, you can reject. It's as simple as that. Whatever you receive, you can reject. Yeah. Paul mentioned those who judge themselves worthy of eternal salvation. You can say, I don't want. And he won't force himself on you. So Jesus said at that point that she can't be sick. She can't be saved. And they saw 
the final part. The Lord showed him as she joined into hell. That that will be her destination. And that that's not going to change. But see, thoughts are very powerful. And this is what I've been stressing in the last one week or two weeks. Thoughts. If there are oppressions around you, it is because there is a connection within you. What you should do is not to go and look for deliverance minister. What you should do is to begin to do what I said, second service. An internal adjustment has to be made. Walk in the spirits and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It's, the time has come for reprogramming. That's what you should say to yourself. And believe me sincerely, it's not an easy thing. It's not a child's play. But the Lord will step in once you have decided to go for materials that will build your soul and rebuild your soul. So that the imaginations of your heart, this gift, this thing is a gift. It's a gift to you. But for a falling mind, it's already perverted. You need to renew it for it to begin to work effectively. How beautiful is this thing that I can be in a big queue. I'm not eating breakfast, no lunch, no dinner, and there's no money in your pocket. And you can picture yourself in Buckingham Palace. You can picture yourself in UK. And begin to imagine God blessing you, being a blessing to many. If that picture stays, you will not be able to explain how you are no more in BQ and you are there. Sincerely. I told them something. From the imaginations of my heart one time, I wrote some things on the wall. And I will look at them every day. And one particular year, so for a while I forgot it, but I just went to the world and I checked again. I wrote monthly income, I wrote different things. There was nothing that I had surpassed them by double, almost everything. Write the vision and make it play. What I am telling you now, it's not dry fasting for 21 days, it's more powerful than it. Believe what I'm just telling you now. If you control what your eyes are seeing, when people talk to me about the father, pastor, I have issues with loss. I usually tell them, What do you watch? What do you watch? The cost of the costless shall not come. There are gates you need to block. But then don't just block. Focus on the right thing. Yeah. Everything is contending for your soul. So put your soul in the hands of the one that will build you up very well. So cut out many things and stay on some things. I've told you before here, you need to be very deliberate about life. Your ringtone. Songs around you. What people do. This is very important. Things are more powerful than you. Things like music. Now, because your soul has your will, your intellect, and your emotion. These are the three areas you have to work on. You are an emotional being. But emotional in what way? And then your intellect. Then your will. They are coming from a place. I'm going to stop here today. Nothing reprograms a man like the word of God. There is a level of reprogramming that you get to. Certain dreams cannot cross your way again. Nobody has paid for you. They live on their own. They cannot come around you again. Every evil dream is connected to something in your soul. All answers are in how you edify, how you deal with this soul. Jesus said, what shall he profit a man if he gains the world and loses? He began to show them how big, how important a man's soul is. 
And this is what Satan is going for. Yeah. Your spirit is born again, but there is a hindrance. Your soul. Connected to your spirit and connected to your body. You are a tripartite being. It's true. You have three parts. Pay attention to this. This is where real change they come from. And once you are the program, all forces around you will know. And they cannot direct your life the same way again. They will just know. Being born again does not automatically mean an end to the operations of darkness in your life. It is the conversion of soul that hangs them completely. Because in the first day, once you are born again, your spirit is pure. Your spirit is clean and new. That's how people say your spirit is new. Everything about your spirit is perfect, is pure. Once you are born again. So the problem is in the soul. And this is where this Satan, this is where Satan initiates all his attack from. Everything. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, because David slept with Bathsheba and killed her husband, and Nathan spoke that Saul will not depart from your house. Before then, Ammon never loved, never lost it after Tamar. But from that day, the same sister they grew up all his life. He just look at Tamar again, and this time around. Is almost started. All of a sudden, it happened within one week after they slept on that woman. Why? In the spirits, they became open. And these dirty thoughts of seeing you have sister and somebody should have sex, we just entered Ammon from nowhere. When we pray at times, we clear the atmosphere above us that some thoughts will even come around you. Yes. Are you getting what I've just said today? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When this meeting is over this morning, uh, this afternoon, those who are watching me, the, I was going to enter Jacob. I said, first service, I win. I said, second service. And finally, maybe next week we talk about it. It is the real change. What is called agonizing prayer? I told them on Wednesday. Anna. Paina provoked her. She went to pray. And that day, I said that, May God, first, say, you, are you drunk? I'm not drunk. The God of Israel will answer you. The following year, she brought Samuel. She had Samuel. Jacob, one night in the morning, let me go. Genesis 32. The angel said, No. Jacob said, I won't let you unless you bless. He said, What's your name? He said, Israel. He said, Jacob said, Your name is no more Jacob. And then ended. Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was praying. The sweat was as thick as blood, and an angel straight away rushed down from heaven to strengthen him. What kind of prayer do you pray only once, and your life will never remain the same? That seven days of fasting cannot do, but a moment you get up from your knee and you know it is over, victory certain, everything. What propels, what leads to that kind of prayer? That might be where one might be going also. What leads? Because all these guys I mentioned prayed only once. Anna might have been praying before about the boy on that particular day. 
she pray. Jacob's own only lasted one night. In one night, the guy changed completely. Esau had hired 400 men to deal with him for the blessing in store. Go ahead, I was coming back. But because of the encounter with the angel, and he had become a chain person, something happened to his soul. It was a cheat, but the angel adjusted his name. Say, You are no more a supplanter, you are now a prince. He said, You have wrestled with God, and with men, you have power. When Esau saw him, he hugged him and began to cry. The person you told men that you pay for men to come and help you kill, you saw the guy and you hugged him because all things are passed away. That night is called Penel Night. The guy labored with God and something happened. What is traveling prayer? What is groaning that cannot be uttered in Romans chapter 8? How can the same pray? And that somehow the prayer that touches the core of your being, Satan knows, God knows you know that something has just happened now. Darkness in your soul is taken up completely. That day you come out of your evil neighbors can tell that something has changed about you. They might not be able to explain. You have changed your destiny that day. You have adjusted something about your life. You will never go the same direction again when this happens to you. Yeah. If you are a man and you have been slow before and this happens, you will start flying. If there is a problem, it disappears overnight. You have touched a realm up there that has touched something inside you and a fundamental adjustment has been made and it is irreversible. Jacob couldn't cheat anybody again from that day. He became a mighty prince with God. Are you with me? Hi. I don't know the kind of prayer Jacob prayed for his children. Because they also picked that part of him. See, the family that God decided to use in the Bible, they were full of what America would call full of shit, dirty stuff. The family that God chose to use. Imagine Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Reuben, Simeon, uh, Levi, Judah, and the rest of them. They decided to kill their own brother. Here comes the dreamer, come, let's kill him. They were grandchildren, great-grandchildren of Papa Abraham. What kind of spirit was in them? Simeon and Levi alone went to a city when their sister was raped and killed everybody in the city. They killed everybody. They lied to them that should do circumcision. So those men were weak. And they descended on everybody. Even their father said that, ah, ah, instrument of cruelty. He said, oh my soul, don't dwell with them. These guys are dangerous. Then when they sold their brother, they killed and man put the blood on the clothes and showed the father. We don't know whether it's your son Jacob or Joseph. And the father was crying and they were looking at him. Joseph took they were cry- he was crying. I said, Daddy, sorry. Sorry, at least we are here. You still have eleven more. <laughs> and then Reuben slept with his father's wife. And Judah saw a prostitute on the way that I did not know it was his daughter in law. 39 and brought her in. What group of people? I wouldn't choose that kind of family to write the Bible. But God is awesome. He does that because God's confidence is not in man, it's in himself. When the master came again, he picked 12. He only died for one day. One day. They went back to fishing. Peter started the I go fishing, and the rest followed. And Jesus committed the church into the hands of unfaithful men. And he addressed Peter in particular, the one that denied you three times. 
and swore that if I know him, let me die. And the young girl said that you are one to say, I know Jesus, I don't know him. I don't know him. Be that guy, I don't know him. And the Lord resurrected and he said, You know what? These guys are still the one who will be in charge of the church. God believes in transformation than recruiting perfect people. Let's rise. So, regardless of any corner anybody's coming from, there is a hope for the tree that falleth. Once you are open to God, He is committed to changing a man. Maybe I'm saying this to a family. Regardless of what might have happened in your marriage or anything, the goodness of God can remove everything. Maybe you're on your third marriage and you think it is over. No. When you turn to the Lord, He is able to bring out something clean from unclean. Only God can do that. God who commanded His light to shine out of darkness. The first time I read as a young man, God did not command light out of light. God saw darkness and He said, This is dark. Light come out of it. He can look at a family that has fallen apart and call perfection out of that family. Is this not the gospel? A life messed up. Yeah, people take another look at the person is on top. Because he has had a contact with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is someone blessed today? What's the theme of everything I've shared? Renew your mind with the word of God. Be conscious what you play as you drive to work. Be conscious the type of message you listen to. There are messages. Even when nothing is wrong with you, if you listen too much to them, you will think you need deliverance. It's common in Africa. I get what I'm saying. There are messages that when you listen too much to them, you will start believing that something is wrong with you. Be careful. Even when I go born again, they told me also that, ah, you swallow uh, coconut water, you went for river bath. Uh, you need to cast out marine spirits. I would have believed it. I was a baby Christian. But I got born again under scripture. You know, and God was so good that he did not allow those doctrines to be in those days. So nobody told us. Marine spirits. Ah, go and burn your white garments. This one will happen to that one. Nobody to just go born again and say, you are in Christ now. Oh, all things have passed away. And we believed it. And we did not call for deliverance. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So it's important what kind of message you listen to. Yes. Mm-hmm. God wants to show some people how to build wealth. They are busy listening to a man to say that it's a foundational problem. You cannot be rich. You will keep fighting no foundation. Foundation that does, that's not there. Instead of applying your mind to next level, you are busy. And I said, energy is neither created nor if you divert it to this, it cannot be available for this anymore. The energy is used to grow yourself. You are using it to run estas. Something. What is wrong with me? As now they tell you this and pray for you, they tell you another one and pray for you. Tell you and forever the game continues. When will you leave going for what is wrong with you to next level of your life? What does God want me to do next? How can I move from level 10 to level 70? When will you start applying yourself to progress? You are like in five years' time. I will be among those who are making this on the UN for the sake of Jesus. I'm going to World Bank. When are you when will you allow fresh thoughts like that to give you a picture of a challenge that is beautiful? And you keep the picture, you pray about it, you declare with your mouth, and in five years truly you're on your way to World Bank. But you are there. Today it is one demon, tomorrow is this spirit, that spirit. When you give Satan attention, it will give you direction. 
and that's what's happening to many people. Attention, too many attention. Some will call a pastor even if a cockroach passes their room. I see the rest of us don't have cockroaches in our house. I have dreamt too many dreams that I received. I know when it's a vision, it, it appears like a border for me. To, I have what the Lord has taught me to know when it's a vision. But apart from vision, I have a lot of dreams, silly, all kinds. I don't even bother myself about them. Ah, I'll sit down in the morning. Which one is this? Oh, I saw that I was in the air. I was in my head upside down. And then you start. And then Satan will start sending thoughts. Yeah, that's how your life will go, Satan. Why don't you just let, just forget about it? If it's an important dream that the Lord wants you to know, so He will tell you. But then this one you are complaining about. You've had many dreams like that before, and they meant nothing at the end of the day. Stop wasting your time on things like. Hallelujah. I slept like this. When I woke up, I was like this. It's possible. <laughs> what carried me? Nothing. Can you carry yourself? <laughs> now, this is not in any way to say that some people are not having some demonic attacks. We will minister to you if you do. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that you can give too much attention to things that they begin to. And I said that will send a message your way that will tell you that you need. You know, you can go into fasting and get a spiritual affliction because of that. All you are harmoning on the fast is fighting a demon that, as you are calling them on that demon, demon of uh, slow pace. You are calling the guy was not with you before until you started calling his name. I calling his name. Ah, somebody is calling me. Then he comes, and you think you are praying against something. Rather, you are calling for the person. He doesn't know you. It doesn't, but you, you, you want to go and call limit to your life. May you never do that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Walk in the spirit. If truly there is an affliction, the moment you keep the right picture from God's word and you keep joining towards light, darkness will leave you. Is that true? Yes, sir. So even if there's a situation in your life, the answer is still the same thing. It's not to look at that situation. It's to look at life. Remember what I told you? When the serpent was biting them, God told Moses, put a, put a bronze snake. Anybody bitten by serpent should look up. It's illogical. When something bites you, you will look at the spots. But God said, no, my method is different. When you are beating, don't look at the wood, look at the cross. So life might be biting you. Don't look at the life and be trying to analyze. Is it from my father, from my mother? It's still the same answer. Look unto Jesus. As he journeyed towards him, all attacks will fall away. Do you hear what I just said? Hallelujah. Many of the people looking for liberals and what people need to do is that go and come and do Bible study. It will save you. Most of them I know, they, they hate Bible study. They like somebody to come and pray. And then, when you also pray for that, you don't do acrobatics, they don't believe. What are you saying in Jesus' name? Say, is that all? <laughs> Somebody said that uh, they say your church, they don't see your church. I said, no problem. They can get us glasses. Yeah, the Lord shows us many things. What they want us to do is to be walking to each person and be saying that, you know, when you go to people's, to people's house, naming ceremony. <laughs> I 
why? <laughs> Many times when the Lord shows me something, I don't even talk about it. Is it to tell you or to address the spirits? On my way to office, I can just say in Jesus' name, something affected me, so, so, so please leave. I don't need to tell you. I don't need to impress you or scare you. It's not necessary. When we want to join the church, that's what people are looking for. Now. Do they see in that church? Well, if we could do so, how did we come here? And if you love those who see, you will see something one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. Is someone blessed today? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go get the word. Father, we thank you. We receive your word with meekness. Let your word transform us. Help us to walk in the truth of what we have received. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.